high leaders and potential leaders. I, I want to be able to have the privilege of sharing with you over the next few weeks and, uh, and a variety of different sessions on how our churches can grow in difficult circumstances. I understand that things are really tough at the moment in so many ways, uh, with COVID-19, but also in, in many other ways. And, uh, uh, but I, I, as I look at church history, I've seen that God uses tough times, perhaps m much more than easy times, to grow his church because people seem to be a, a, a lot more open to the things of God. And I believe that what God is looking for is a, a leadership that will have their eyes lifted to heaven, uh, eyes that are upon God and upon all he has promised us and all that he can do. And uh, as we are available, he will use us greatly. When we look at the book of Joshua, at the ten spies who, who got depressed and discouraged because of the difficulties, God couldn't use them. But it, it, it was the two, Joshua and Caleb, who uh, looked to God in the midst of difficult circumstances that God said, I'm going to use you and people like you. And, and, uh, and so it will be for, for us today. And I, I'm, I'm praying for every one of you that as uh, in these times that God will give us eyes to see the things that God has got for us, that we will be encouraged, that we will take hold of God and take hold of his promises, take hold of the things that he has prepared for us. And we will see how God can use us in tough times and bless us and bless our churches. And so uh, as we look at uh, the, the things that God has got for us, uh, and uh, uh, this morning I'm wanting to look very particularly at the vision that he has for his church. In the next three sessions, I'm going to be speaking about vision uh, 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 particularly. But first of all, we need to see the church that Jesus has, is building, the church that Jesus has called you and I to lead in. It's so important that we, 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 we have a destination of faith that we, we look to God for and say, Lord, you've promised these things. You've called me to this thing. You have said that this is what you're building. Now, Lord, uh, my, my faith is out there. I'm taking hold of you for this. And I believe that you can use me uh, to, uh, uh, to reach more and more people for your glory, for your honor, that the church that you've designed can be fulfilled in my day and my generation. And so here are a couple of things that I see that God has given us vision for his church that I, I trust that will, uh, will grip our hearts today as we, uh, as, as we let them sink into our hearts. The first thing that I, I, I want to grip us is the fact that Jesus has designed the church for his presence. I want you to think about that. The church has not been designed just as an organization. The church has not been designed just to hang on until he comes again. The church has been designed for his presence. That's why the church is called the body of Christ. And each one are a part of it. And it's so important that we understand that uh, church without the presence of God is, is, is useless. And, and so in Exodus, we read in chapter 33 and verse 15, And Moses said to God, If your presence does not go with us, don't send us up from here. How will anyone know that you're pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? 
What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And I trust that we will understand that, that the church designed for his presence, that for his glory, and, and we will not settle for anything less than that. We will seek God for his presence. Even though we might not be able to meet together, we pray for his presence to be in our lives and the lives of the people, his anointing, because that alone will enable the church to grow. Uh, I just remember there have been times when uh, there's been meetings where I've just sensed there, there hasn't been the presence of God. I've stopped those meetings and, uh, uh, and I've said to the people, God is not designed for the church for emptiness. He's designed it for fullness. We're seeking his face for that fullness and it is like a light being turned on. Let a light be turned on in your heart and life uh, and in the life of the people and in the life of the church as we understand the church has been designed for his presence. And then the second thing is that the church uh, has been given amazing promises by God. Promises which God will not break as we would trust him for them. And uh, I would just want to share just some of those promises that God has given to us. And the first one, to me the most important one, is that God has said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against her. You need to understand, leader, that you are not building the church. You're just simply an instrument. But when you're an available instrument, God said, I will build my church and it's going to build it through you and I. And uh, the gate of hell will not prevail. And that needs to be a settled uh, a truth in our hearts that of God before us, who can be against us? And then the second promise that he's given to us, he said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit in all flesh. And I'm going to be doing some particular teachings on church growth and the power of the Holy Spirit in due course. But this needs to grip us that, uh, that it's by the power of the Holy Spirit and there needs to be a thirst in our hearts that the glory of God will come by the power of the Holy Spirit as we seek him. And he's promised to pour out his spirit in the, in the last days. And then the third promise is this. I will never leave you nor forsake you in Matthew 28. And you need to understand that no matter what situation in, God has said, I've called you uh, and I'm not going to leave you and I'm not going to forsake you. I'm going to be with you. So be encouraged today. It's very important we understand that. Uh, and then the, the third thing is, number one is God has designed the church for his presence. Number two, he's given the church's promises. And the third one is that he has designed the church for fruitfulness. That's why we have the Great Commission, go into all the world and preach the gospel to, uh, to all uh, creation. And uh, uh, as we understand, he's designed our lives for fruitfulness. He designed the church for fruitfulness. Let there be so something of faith arise within us and, and understand that, uh, that as we abide in him and he in us, that we will be fruitful. And uh, we're going to be looking at just some of the things that will enable that fruitfulness to grow. But I want us to have settled in our hearts today that God has designed you and designed your church for fruitfulness. And uh, uh, as we continue in this series, we're going to be looking in the next couple of days on, uh, on, the, uh, on the subject of vision, of the importance of vision, how we can get it and how we can impart it to other people. It's important that we as leaders are filled with vision and that we impart it well to other people. 
a vision for the church, a vision for his glory, a vision that the church has been designed for growth and effectiveness even in the toughest times. God bless you all and richly reward you as you are faithful in the calling wherewith he has called us all. Amen.